So ever since privatized food contracts became a thing during the Snyder administration uh, several years ago, it's been one controversy after another. It seems like this story will not stop making headlines. Yeah, I mean, following the prison food system saga is almost at times as dramatic as an episode of Orange is the New Black. Everyone grab a fork. Careful, it's hot. Oh, my God. Good, yes? Mm. Oh, I feel like a person. Mm. Exactly. One of the few times in that show where the inmates are actually enjoying the food that they're eating. (laughs) And, And one of the things that I love about that clip is it really sort of highlights the humanity of food, that this is such a basic thing for life. And, you know, we've had problems right here in Michigan with maggots in the foods mm-hmm. uh, in recent years and even things like inappropriate relationships between the contractors and the inmates. And, you know, in other states with really terrible prison food, we've seen prison riots. I mean, this seems like something that really affects prisoner morale. Absolutely. I'll let Kyle Kaminsky, who is with the Department of Corrections, explain just sort of how integral food is when it comes to running an effective prison system. Food helps drive our operations. It helps drive the morale of our prisoner population. And so it's very important to us that we're consistently delivering on Uh, what we're trying to do in this area of our operations. And it's interesting to note, I mean, it's not even just morale, but it's also in some cases safety. You mentioned prison Mm. riots, but also I was talking to a spokesperson for the department and they said, you know, if you don't have an effective oversight in these kitchens, inmates can be smuggling things out, things like sugar, which leads to prison wine and beer, which leads to drunk inmates, Mm. which leads to all kinds of mischief and in some cases, real problems of safety. The governor has come out and said in his budget proposal he wants to get away from privatized prison contracts now after several years of trying. What happens now and and what's going on this week? Right. So that's the governor's proposal, but it has to go through the legislature. And right now, the Senate and the House are having their different committee meetings about, you know, what is our budget going to look like? And the head of the House Committee on Corrections, he seems to be on board with this change. But Senator John Prose has been skeptical. And this past week, he grilled members of the Department of Corrections about how feasible is this? Can they really handle it? And oh, by the way, this is going to cost an extra $2 million more than it would if we stayed Mm. with the status quo. So they really had had to defend this decision. And one of the things that they were really focused on is this is an experiment that really just has not worked. There's just been too many problems. Trinity and other food contractors have had problems with staffing and maintaining people. Training is an issue. And they're just saying, you know, look, it's just better if we just bring this all back in-house. And I'm sure proponents of using civil servants instead of contractors to do this would say that $2 million price tag doesn't tell the whole story. Exactly. At the end of the day, when we think of our prison system, we're not necessarily just thinking about what happens to prisoners while they're behind bars. We're also thinking long term. We're thinking about recidivism. And whenever you're thinking about the prison system, it's a good idea to really look at the long term potential gains as opposed to just focusing on this specific budget cycle. Well, we'll keep an eye on it, Shana. We'll see what happens when lawmakers get their hands on this. Thanks so much. Thank you.